Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest, man. We have live from the Mohican Sun, Mr. Michael Venom Page. MVP, how are you doing? He's in the I'm house. good, man. I'm good. Good energy, good energy. So I'm feeling good. Oh, we good only energy. ever bring the best for you, my friend. We yeah. only ever bring the best for you. How, how is life? How, how is the Mohican someone treating you? And how much forward are you looking to this weekend? Yeah, no, Mohegan Sun is a, it's a very lovely, um, it's a very lovely place. I've been here multiple times. Um, it feels like a a second, a home away from home, because again, I fought here so many, so many times. Uh, very, very welcome. And it's, it's going to be a shame that there's not a crowd, uh, you know, to, to be there again this time. But um, hopefully, we, we get back to normal ways uh, soon. And, and I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to just getting back in there. Massively looking forward to it. I've been working hard in the gym, and uh, yeah, I've got, I've got some stuff to show. Nice, nice. We're always looking forward to a few new tricks from MVP. I especially <laughs> wore this T-shirt, where like it's not actually a Pokeball, but it looks a bit like a Pokeball. So it, like, it does, it does. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I was like, I was like, that's that's my little homage to Mister MVP. But uh, Michael, how how are you finding um, this almost lack of activity from Bellator? This is their, you know, they only came back in April. Uh, I know you obviously fought in October, but they took a very long time to come back. And start off 2021. How was that for you? I'm sure you probably wanted to get another fight in earlier on in the year. Yeah, no. To be fair, it's, it was it's for me. It's very disappointing. Um, obviously, to see uh, you know the likes of UFC, they they got go, they even throughout they just kept uh, bending and flexing whatever was whatever was going on. They kept finding a way to to make it happen. Um, obviously, we've all gone. Everyone's going through the same struggle, but I just feel like they you know they could have done a bit more. One, if not to do it early, to start it earlier, but at least at the beginning of this year to actually just get going a lot quicker than they, they, they have. Um, obviously, they've great announcements with the Showtime uh, and with the BBC iPlayer. So it's, it's good. So they've obviously been working, but I just feel like they could have got, we could have got back to, to fighting ways a lot, a lot sooner. But we're here now and I, I hopefully they, 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 you know, they, they, get, they get to going uh, real fast. And Michael, do you see this as a number one contender fight for for yourself? Even though you probably consider yourself the number one contender, uh, I was going to ra- uh, announce you as the number two ranked Bellator welterweight, but uh, I did, didn't want to start on a, on a sour note. <laughs> yeah, obviously, this new ranking system it's, it's interesting. From yeah, it's always there's always going to be reasons to um, kind of. Uh, like it or dislike it because even in the the UFC ranking systems some 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 of the stuff I look at doesn't really make sense to me so um it's it's it's, it's based on opinion so it is what it is um but it, it's still quite an interest it's still I think it's still quite a good addition to to Bellator though I, I definitely do think it helps the casual fans if you're yeah. if you're watching and you've never seen someone before and they have a number next to their name, you're like, oh, well, that guy must be good. So so uh, I definitely do think it does help the casual fans. And you're right, even the UFC don't get it right sometimes with their rankings. I was looking um, there recently, and Cowboy re-entered the yeah. lightweight rankings at 15. And number one, he hasn't fought his last three fights at lightweight. And I don't think he's won in the last, like, three or four years. I know I love exactly. Cowboy, but I don't know what exactly. he's doing in there. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's my point. And there's multiple. We actually went through... I actually went with, with, with a friend of mine, which sat down going through all the UFC ranking system just to just to kind of compare. And there's a lot of things in there that that, 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 that are arguable, <laughs> that don't quite make sense. But um, 
yeah, it's just it's just good to have. I think, as you say, for the casual fans, I think it's massive. Um, just people having numbers to it, you can just kind of get into it quite quickly and figure out who's who. And then yeah. obviously the BBC deal was massive, uh, being from the UK. What did you make of that? I, I think that's a that's a great deal. My my only again, I, I've got a few gripes. My only gripe is obviously we've partnered over the years of me being in Bellator. We've partnered with quite a few different uh, channels, and it's always exciting. I just hope this one there's uh, for whatever reasons the others are kind of falling through. I hope this one actually you know we we stay this one out because I think BBC iPlay is a great place. It's even even for me when I'm watching some of the the, the Bellator shows now, having it there immediately. Just makes it easier. I, I, yeah. I hated the fact that you had to, you know, for the for the prelims, I have to go here, and then for this, I have to go over there, and this. It just it makes it so much easier. It's all in one place. It makes it ten times easier to just yeah. kind of to tune in. I think it's and that's me as a being a fighter, actually looking for fights. So if I was a casual fan, I probably would have switched off after I had to figure out to go somewhere else. Yeah, especially I think Barry in Ireland won the shows was it was on what well, we have Virgin Media Sports over here. Then you went to Channel 5 and then you went to Sky yeah. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all the one card. I was like, and all starts off on YouTube as well. Like the prelims were on YouTube. It was like, yeah, yeah. So night. it's just, it's just, it was just too, I find it a bit too messy. So it looks, it, it feels yeah. a lot cleaner at the moment. And hopefully we can, we can stay with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, like obviously you're coming off a four or five win streak and then, like uh, as massive MMA fans, we were, myself. Uh, I'm not too sure about you, Ross, but we were like, I was really looking forward to seeing you go back in and take on Lima again. Like, and um, for that to like fall off, did like, are you are you planning on putting on an absolute show this Friday, or like, what's what's going through your head, or have you been told that the winner of this, you're definitely getting the title shot next? No, that's the thing. Uh, I'm not sure how how they how they're doing things at the moment. Um, I genuinely believe um, Lima's not in any rush to get back and have have this fight. Uh, I feel like he understood the dangers at the time, uh, experienced that, obviously came out great on top and doesn't really want to enter that uh, that quickly. And there's, there's been a lot of excuses on that side. And even now, I, I genuinely feel like if, you know, touch wood, all goes well this weekend, I'm definitely in line to, you know, go back for the title. But if he wins... I can. I have a feeling he's gonna drag it out. He's gonna be like, "Oh no, I've just fought now. Uh, you know, I need I need five months off, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not waiting for that. So uh, I'd happily, you know, fight here, fight again in a couple of months, fight again in a couple of months, and then you know, either way, I'm gonna get him. I don't. I, 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 that's that's without a doubt. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of a strange one. That um, from in terms of a promotional point of view, if I'm Scott Coker, I'm sitting there going. You don't want to actually create any extra barriers to the biggest welterweight fight possible, which is you versus Lima. Amosov, very good fighter, undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, take nothing away from. But like, if you're trying to you know, build a big fight and get the most eyes on possible, it's Lima versus MVP. Yes, exactly. You could strongly argue that, that is the most anticipated fight in Bellator, let alone the rematch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're two of the biggest stars Bellator have, and I, I find it very strange that they're actually, like, in any way avoiding making this matchup. Yeah, I, I, I find it the same. <laughs> I genuinely believe the same. I, I feel like I'm a bit underestimated uh, amongst uh, the Bellator community. Um, uh, and and I'm, I'm talking the staffing as well. Uh, they, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't want to speculate too much, but yeah, I, as you, it seems very obvious to, to make this match happen. Uh, and build it up and run it back again. But 
like I said, I, I'm just I've kind of kind of grown tired of having to keep asking for this fight and nothing really coming of it. So I'm like I said, I'm just gonna go out there, keep entertaining, keep putting on show, keep winning fights, and again, he will not be able to avoid it for too much longer. Yeah, and most, yeah, you're one of the most entertaining people in there. Like, there's always some sort of gimmick at the end, whether it be the pokeball or whatever it be. Like, uh, I remember the Torres arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it's always a show, and then obviously, as because we do an MMA show, we want to promote the biggest fights. And and for people that haven't seen your fight, like they have to see a fight because like there there's something totally different about you. There's a serious star power. So like you against Lima. Hopefully next is at some stage. And like, I remember we had, we were talking to you on the show at a FICON in Cork last year. Yeah. And like, yeah. this is, just seems to be a reoccurring turn of team. Like it's like Douglas Lima, Douglas Lima, Douglas Lima. Yeah. It's just, it, it, you seem to not be able to get away from it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think if you were like, if someone asked you like, describe Michael Venom Page's uh, fight style, I'd be like, it's like Anderson Silva-esque, but with like Michael Jackson dance moves in the middle of it. Chloe. Like, I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Michael, can I ask you, how many fights do you have left on your Bellator deal? Uh, I believe I've got four more. And would you like to ideally almost run them off this year by the end of the year, have four done and dusted? Yeah, well, obviously, like 2019, I had a, uh, five fights in that, in that year. Mm. Um, I was hoping to just kind of continue that kind of at that pace. Just every time I'm, for me, I was pushing for fights. Every time I finish a fight, I was like, look, I want to, what's the next show that I can get on? Um, obviously, because of my style, I, I'm fortunate enough to not be taking too much damage during fights. Mm. Even when I've had the, like a, a 15, 15 minute fight, I don't get hit too much. Uh, the most that's happened is, is, is a grappling fight. Um, so I, I'm always fresh to go straight back in. Obviously, you know, better to, you know, want time to promote and so on and so forth. But I guess the the only positive, this is why I was kind of frustrated with them not starting back. The positive of this whole COVID period is they didn't have to push for like selling tickets. It's all, you know, people are going to have to watch it from home because obviously they're not going to, they're not going to have that attendance. So it made it easier to kind of just run shows back to back and, and just keep going. Uh, it, obviously, uh, there's obviously a lot more going on behind the scenes, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Of, but just in terms of, ticket sales we don't have to worry about that anymore um even with this fight it was like they, they announced this fight like three weeks out yeah. which i find crazy but if you're willing to do uh if you're willing to do that that means moving forward i, I should be able to jump from month to month just keep going as long as i'm fresh would yeah, you be even willing to do a, a cas match my and just go that's fine i'll stay in the mohican he can swim for another two weeks and i'll see you in two weeks time line them up <laughs> Listen, I, I I would live here <laughs> if they were going to give me that fight. If going to give me like months, like back to back fights every month, I would stay here, hundred percent. And that's the thing when you when you are sometimes now. Obviously, I've never been a fighter and I've never seen it, but like sometimes you see a fighter go in and they win in the first minute, and I'm like, why is that guy not looking for another paycheck in a month's time? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you might yeah. as well win and make the bread, or what does it make hay when the sun shines? You know what I mean? there's more to it there is mm. more to it I, get, I, I understand that they want to kind of build things up mm. but like I said it, it, recently they don't seem to be that like fussed about doing that so yeah as you say fighters should be a lot a lot more hungry Absolutely. is there is there is there any talk that like um, you could potentially I'm just looking at some of the fights here that are lined up do you think that you could potentially be fighting next in London with like a, like a, with fans back is that is that something they might be actually contemplating because Obviously, you against Lima with no one there isn't really what they want to do, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, uh, there's, there's, there has been, I've spoken to a couple of people, there has been talks, but London's, uh, as you guys know, in Ireland, it seems to be worse. London's been frustrating um, for things like this. And it's, we're slowly getting back there now. So there is hope. But then they're already talking about it just, it depends on just the, the figures and so on and so forth. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, yes, things are, you know, especially, you know, the next few months are back to where people can actually come to, to different shows. Um, they, I think in Barcelona, they had a successful um, I think it was a concert or something mm. where no, there was no, there was no, no trace of it. Uh, the COVID found afterwards, and there's been quite a few other uh, places that in other countries that are starting to open up and 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 having success rates with with mass crowds. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. Well, the way I look at it is, UFC just went to Florida, and exactly. they're going 15, to <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're going to Texas, and they're going to do a sellout in Texas. And then they're going over to Vegas and the McGregor fight's going to be a sellout as well. So like, yep. why? I don't understand why Bellator don't just go, right, after we've done these few and the Mohicans have signed off, we'll just go to those places and we can sell out the tickets and we can sell out the arenas. And you know what? I wouldn't be against them going to the exact same arena. You know, the, the layout plan's there, ready to rock and put the shows the, on. The only thing I do know is um the a lot of the, U, the UFC always has like a non-compete. Uh, sorry, I just had a, a call come in. Sorry, no, the US uh, did a uh, does a non compete clause for a lot of their stuff. Um, so if they're because I remember that happening in the O2 at one point, and we would they Bellator wasn't even allowed to announce that they're going to be there, I think like 90 days after UFC had been there, which oh, is a long oh. time if you're you know you're trying to promote you know a show. So yeah, yeah I, I understand this is why I think they tried to steer away from. Arenas that UFC has mm. already been 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 in, but I still believe there's there are loads more places that they can go to where they can actually draw a crowd. Um, it just feels like they're just I don't know. It, it feels lazy to me, um, and they're just kind of a bit too relaxed with it. And I'm just I, I'm I'm well myself, and I, I'm sure a lot of other fighters are just eager to just get back get back to yeah. some kind of normality. Yeah, and I suppose you being the type of fighter you are, you're also like a showman. So like you probably buzz off that arena. Um, feel you know what I mean like we were at Bellator 200 and uh, that's when uh, David Rickles like quit he basically uh, I'm not, did he actually tap the canvas or did he just tell the ref enough he was enough just, he just told the ref he's like he's out yeah yeah he's like, he's like, he's like it, it was one of the strangest I can't blame him in fairness like I can't blame him well neither can I but it was definitely one of the strangest finishes to a fight ever where you know he wasn't um, you know actually TKO or whatever he just went ref that's it Thanks, <laughs> thanks very much. I've had enough of this fella, but um, yeah, like you're putting on a show and the fans love it every time you're there. And like, I'd easily put you in the top five pound for pound, like most sea fighters, especially you're you're in the in the cage antics are as good as anything. And <laughs> I was only talking to Barry there the other day about the selfie you took with uh. Uh, Richie Coyle. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was great. That was great. That's actually one thing that uh, leads me on to. Um, what's the story with you and um, Big Dan Mergliotta these days? Is that beef squashed or is he not allowed referee uh, MVP fights? Yeah, um, uh, he he came and spoke to me. We had a conversation quite soon after, uh, like a few months after. I was at another show and he came, sat down. We had a conversation. No problems, no issues at all. Um, he kind of explained his side. I explained my side. And we kind of just came to an understanding. It's cool. Um, they, I think, they've said that they don't want him to ref my fights. And I personally believe I think there will just be too much pressure on him 
if he was to ref my fight. So now he could potentially go be too biased for me. And then people are going to be like, oh, it's because of what happened. Or he goes too hard the other way. And then people are like, oh, he's still, he's, you know, he's still being like, you know, he still hates Michael. So it's just easier. If, if too much history. Great refs to just kind of just leave it as, you know, there's, there's no need for us to kind of cross paths. But it may, it may happen again. I, I have no issue with it. I think he's a great ref. Um, I just think sometimes, and it's, it's been shown in the past that he can, he can let his uh, personal opinions kind of get involved in his uh, refereeing. But I think in general, he's an amazing ref. Michael, in your mixed martial arts career, where has been where has been the favorite place you've fought? Like obviously you've been like Paris and Japan and so yeah. Mumbai and obviously Dublin uh, and London. But uh, where yeah. where was the best place you've actually fought? Um, it's all the places that I've kind of said that I wanted to go to. So Dublin for me was just uh, just outrageous because it just it sounds it sounds like there's five hundred thousand people there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is is it, the 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 kind of the, and as you, we just spoke about that kind of live off that kind of, those kind of energies. Um, and Japan, it was weird in the opposite opposite way. There's more people there. It's pin drop. You can hear a pin drop in yeah. there. It's silent. But there was just a weird aura and energy in that. Just even when I walked in earlier, when there was nobody there, the the energy in that place. It it, it seriously just. I don't know what it. I can't even explain yeah. what it was. It wasn't Fader on that card as well. So yeah, 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 like, yeah, that's, yeah. That seems like a like, yeah, yeah. movie. Thinking about all the people that I fought over there and stuff, it was just yeah. there was just like a fighting energy just in that in that whole place, um, and yeah. which was quite lifting. Like it, it was great, and the and the crowd there, the crowd there and the fans are, are are also amazing. I think the it's always nice to fight at home, um, but I've I've, I've for, for years been saying I feel like the English struggle to support their own in the same way. Like this is why I was so I love going to Ireland, even when I'm watching them support somebody else. It's just I just love to. I just love to see that that really they are true fans of, of the sport. They yeah. they really loved it. Um, but over um, in England, it's like yeah, there's, there's too much politics going on as well as so uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's always great to fight at home because because of the, just because of family and friends. Yeah. But Ireland and Japan right now are the, are the top two for me. Do you know what they say, Michael? When one of us goes to war, we all go to war. <laughs> yeah, and I, I see it. I definitely see that, man. And that's what I'm saying. I I, I really wish that we like the my home fans had that same kind of like attitude and just really lit. I think it will help with the, with their own athletes. Well, well I'll tell you what, uh, Michael. Next time you're coming and fighting in Dublin, give it the heads up, and we'll pick out a brilliant Irish walkout song for you and the crowd <laughs> to go nuts for you. <laughs> Michael O'Hay, I'm done, man. You'll I'm, have that I'm moment. Up I'm up for it. Uh, yeah, well, let's just look at the card this week, this Friday as well. Like there is some pretty good fights on it as well. Yeah. Warren Chalet is taking on Sergio Pettis. That's for the bantamweight title. Well, unfortunately, Anthony Johnson was meant to fight Yoel Romero, yeah. but that fight's been cancelled. And Jose yeah. Augusto's after stepping in. And then uh, uh, Patricky Pitbull is fighting Peter Queedy as well. And then obviously yeah, Michael, yeah, you're yeah. fighting Derek Anderson in the main card. Um, yeah, yeah. If we just look at the, the the main event for the bantamweight title. Michael, who do you who do you fancy for this one to be to walk out as the champ? It's a, I don't know. It's, it's it's a tough one, you know. Uh, uh, I think they're both they're both uh, complete fighters. It's, I think it's I just think it's a, it's, a, it's actually a good um it's a good matchup. That one there is a, for me is a tricky one. It's, it's quite obvious to kind of go. Yeah, no, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I I, I think I was talking to to, to Norbert Naveni. Uh, yeah, shout out Norbert as well. He's probably watching. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, he's over here. He's over here with me as well. Oh, come on. Um, but yeah, I, 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 we're talking to him about it, and it, it's it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go for one arch lead in it. I think 
One thing that does separate them is I think one Arsenal will be stronger. And I think Pettis has been slightly bullied in the grapple game by someone who's a bit top heavy. I think one Archuleta top heavy might be slightly uh, better in that uh, arena. And a shout out as well to Norbert and his really sexy hair. (laughs) (laughs) for this one because because obviously we'll let michael sit in the fence for this one uh, ross you're going for one i'm gonna go for sergio on this uh anthony rumble johnson is taking on jose gusto in the light heavyweight grand prix um or i Mike- gusto or I. Gusto. <laughs> michael, who, who do you expect will win the, the whole light heavyweight grand prix oh the whole uh um I, I think it's going to be between um uh, Ryan Bader again, and um, obviously the, the, our current champion. Because and it's gonna, I think it's gonna go down to that that the same fight. And I think Ryan Bader will have to will have to adjust. But um, yeah, um, what's the style that he does again? I just forgot. Nemkov, Sambo. Nemkov, yeah, yeah, the Sambo, Sambo. style. It seems to be way more popular now, and and, and you can see how effective it is as well. Mm. Um, and, he uh, he's, got, he's got great kicks. Yeah. He's, he's solid. That that last fight with um Phil Davis as well. I thought Phil Davis was going to do a bit, was going to attack the wrestling a little bit more. And he seemed mm. he seemed to be I don't know just second guessing himself. Usually when fighters do that, that means there's there was a worry about something, which means Nemkov is has kind of just like disrupted his best attribute in some way, shape, or form. So whether it be he's just really strong or he's got you know he's got good throws himself. He got thrown that one time in in, in their in their first fight. I think it's just kind of shaking him a little bit because I'm I'm surprised he didn't you know try to go for more takedowns, but it just shows that the Nemkov is a is a great is a great champion and uh, he, uh, right now it's still I think it edu- he favors it definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that as well, Ross. Who are you fancying now? Oh, I've always had Corey Anderson from the start, uh, more so because the guy he was fighting in the first round, no one knew who he was. No offense to yeah. him, and I thought yeah. like I wasn't gonna call it give me fight, but I thought he actually almost had like a, the least damage path to the title, if that makes sense. I knew yeah, Nemkov yeah. and Phil Davis was probably going to go the distance and then he was going to fight Rumble or Yo Romero and like yeah. people aren't the same after they fight those two guys regardless of the result. <laughs> you know, people have fought Yo Romero and still not been the same after they uh, <laughs> even if they win. Um, so I was like, oh, like that's a lot of damage on that side as opposed to, I was sort of thought, I actually thought Machida was going to be able to beat Bader. So I thought Anderson was going to be able to take Machida down uh, almost mm. uh, quite early on, and he'd almost get yeah, to the yeah. final. Do you remember yeah. Roy Nelson in the Ultimate Fighter, the heavyweights, and he just put everyone in the yeah. crucifix position, and then just like lay on them yeah. until he got to the final. Yeah. I was a bit yeah. like, I was a bit like, he might get the final with the least amount of damage. Therefore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey Anderson, but uh, I do think he's criminally underrated still as a light heavyweight. Mr. Ground and Pound. Yeah, yeah, you better believe it. And then, and then obviously all three of us are picking Peter Queedy. But then the last question, Michael, is how, do, how does it go down? Michael Page versus Derek Anderson this Friday. You know, um, for me, um, I feel I feel different. I don't know what, what why. There's this, this 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 camp has been a great camp and a frustrating camp just because of personal life. There's a lot that's been happening, obviously, as for everybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like I'm going to channel that in this. I'm I'm looking to just take it to him quite early. Uh, I feel just I've been feeling really slick and training, really powerful, uh, really strong. And I, he's going to feel all of that. Um, and as you, as you know, I entertain as well. So I'm just going to put on a show, but I'm looking to, to, to really, my, my job is to get him out of the way and then, and then just be ready for whatever's, you know, whatever the opportunities are there next. 
Obviously, Michael, yeah. he's moved up from lightweight recently and he's had a bit of success there at welterweight. Do you think he'll have a big size advantage against him? Well, I, I, I'm, I tend to be a lot taller than most anyway mm. uh, in, 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 in a division. But one thing I've always said is my, my body shape is nowhere near like the kind of shape as a lot of these guys. A lot of guys are a lot thicker than myself. Um, I just kind of have that a bit more round figure and like it makes it means means they're a lot stronger in certain positions. Um, but my yeah, my reach has always been something that I've, I've I've used well and my distance and my distance control I use well. So regardless of of, of that, I, I'm definitely gonna have a height advantage, um, reach advantage. But um, he's a very well well versed and well rounded MMA fighter. So I, I have to be careful, like I have to be careful of anybody. You know, for me, he's the best person in the world when I'm standing in front of him and, I, and I've got to treat him as, as such accordingly and then and 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 have all my tools sharpened and, and ready to, to to take him out absolutely man absolutely he yeah I, I feel like he's gonna feel a bit of venom in this fight Definitely. <laughs> yeah well yeah. My, my my pick is MVP by KO every time he fights that's nearly always my pick so uh that, that's that's where I'm going um, yeah. what about well, you Basmo uh Michael like you know you're we're team team page when it comes to you fighting man but uh uh Michael that obviously like wraps up everything and we do thank you very much for coming on obviously we've had you on a few times and uh, shout out yeah. to Luke as well and Norbert but um yeah, yeah. is there is there anything else you want to say before we, we wrap things up Michael um you know what? Uh, there's only only one thing is that just for me mentally, in terms of what I've gone through for the last couple of years, I've realized how because I, I usually try to stay away from politics and stuff completely, mm-hmm. but I've kind of just realized how important um, being involved in some way, shape, or form, or actually stating your opinion in in politics is. Um, so I've actually gotten involved with a, a political party called Taking the Initiative, and I'm trying to just trying to work on the background. We're doing loads of different loads of different projects, so I just want to give them a shout out to Taking the Initiative. And just to everybody, if they had a kind of similar mindset as myself in terms of, as we've just been kind of complaining about in terms of our government and what they do and how slow they are, we we can have a lot more to a lot more involvement instead of just kind of complaining about the decisions these guys make. We kind of let them get away with, with way too much, in my opinion. And uh, I've kind of realised that over the last couple of years. So I've, I've like, yeah, no less. Let's create our own army the same way you guys do when you're supporting fighters <laughs> and, actually, and actually do something about it and stop these guys, for me, just taking absolute liberties with our lives. Yeah, well, I would say uh, definitely in the sporting world, obviously with Marcus Rashford and then with like the protests from the European Super League and the football, you know what I mean? Um, exactly. People power has definitely been shown to be a lot more effective uh, these days. So look, yeah. uh I think that's absolutely brilliant that you're using your status and your name recognition to, you know, instill your beliefs out there and then also just try and do right by your people. You know what I mean? And I think that's very, very important. Um, Paddy Houlihan uh, over here is a big political figure now uh, over here and he's doing something similar and he's doing great things. He's actually a local councillor. So he's actually, he was actually elected over in uh, Tala in his hometown. So uh, amazing, look, amazing. I, I love to see that. I think it's absolutely great, and yeah. it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a funny one. I always think with sports stars because you know, I mean, some people just want to be the sports star and they don't yeah. want to get involved in politics, yeah. and that's completely fine as well. You don't yeah. have to, yeah. But if you do have your views and you do feel like you can use a platform to voice them and you can help people, all the more power to you. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, man. 
Exactly, exactly. Okay, so Michael, thanks a bit for coming on. Make sure to not miss Michael Venom Page performing this Friday on Bellator 258, Friday, May 7th in the oh, yeah. Sun. <laughs> so there we go. Michael, thanks a <laughs> bit for coming on. Uh, if you're new to the show, make sure to like, make sure to share, make sure to subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. energized. <laughs>